Good morning, beautiful people. Or good day, I should say. It's good morning for me. Or at least that's what I'm trying to tell myself. I'm, if you ever wanted a reason to really not like what I'm saying, I think I'm about to say it. Because I feel like really I'm struggling on the inside here. Here I am in like a really, you know, beautiful place. And I'm still... And I'm going to say I'm allowing because nobody's doing this to me. I'm still finding ways to be crabby. And there's no reason to be crabby. I mean, this morning's things were just little things. And I'm going to talk through them so that I can get over them by the time I stop talking to you. So I wanted a cup of coffee this morning. So I went over to the Dunkin' Donuts, which I should just be grateful there's a Dunkin' Donuts there. And I'm an early riser. And I missed, I missed being outside by six this morning, which kind of bummed me out, but I must've needed to sleep. So I slept, but I go to Dunkin' Donuts and there's only one person in front of me and it, it's just taking forever. Now here I am with my first commitment not until, uh, geez, another hour from now, hour and a half from now. And this happened two hours ago. And here I am in a rush. What am I in a rush for? And I talk to you guys all the time about being present. I'm being mindful and here I am not being present. I'm in go, go, go mode. And that's part of why I'm here and why I'm away is so that I can try to figure out how to do some of that stuff a little better. Cause I felt myself getting, I don't know if anxious is the right word in New York, but I want things to happen on my time frame, which goes against everything I believe in <laughs> and everything I tell you about letting go and just accepting things to go the way they're going to go and they're meant to go. So I'm, I'm trying so hard. That's what I'm here for. And all I could think of with this lady, because it was my turn finally, and she didn't even have a pot of coffee ready. Like it's Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like in the Northeast where we're all coffeeholics, there's always coffee going. And here, the lady just had like no coffee <laughs> at a coffee shop. Um, now that is something so small and so inconsequential. And maybe the universe was telling me I shouldn't have had coffee this morning. Who knows? But I was letting that like bum me out. And then I go over to the store and it's not open at 7. And it's not open at 7.30. And I go and I plant my butt on the beach and try to calm myself down and meditate. And of course, uh, as you know, I don't like sirens and loud, noisy things. And of course, you know, the crews are... I don't even know what the freak they're doing, but they had some electronic or mower sounding thing while I'm sitting there trying to meditate. And uh, I'm not good with outside noise. I'm just not. So that contributed to my crabby. And then I go back to the store that's supposed to open at eight and it's not freaking open. So I went looking for another store and, and tardiness is another one of my pet peeves. I hate when people are tardy. No, I don't hate, I don't like, I don't appreciate, especially as I get more and more things that I want done in my day. I want to be productive. I want to get things done. And I really am just finding myself struggling with when people aren't respectful of other people's time. And that's kind of what this whole coffee thing was. Like I have all day to hang out in the coffee shop, which technically I had about three hours I could have, but that's not the best use of my time. So anyway, so I'm in the process of resetting my mode literally as I'm talking to you. I'm going to do this reading and I'm going to be done whining about 
things that are so inconsequential and so unserious. This is my mindfulness, by the way, guys. This is me actually working through my recovery instead of keeping my pissy pants on all day. I know I need to just reset. I need to turn on some music. Maybe I'll just dance it out. I don't know. Talking it out is helping. But as I sit here talking to you, I'm also thinking, I need to hear my I Hope You're Happy song. So I will do that next, too. But first, let me do the reading and get off my little whiny box for now. And uh, we'll see how this goes. Look up the reading. My ingenious way of not carrying a little book, because I'm always over in my luggage, was to take screenshots of the picture. So bear with me as I bounce between screens here. But for December 30th, Albert Einstein says, Imagination is more important than knowledge. When we were children, we had hobbies or other activities that were special to us. Building models, reading, cooking, playing with certain toys, woodworking. In recovery, we often find ourselves returning to these or finding new hobbies. Hobbies give us a way to relax, improve ourselves, and create something all at the same time. Hobbies we find are as important as they were when we were young. Maybe more important because they help us rediscover our inner child and our sense of play and fun. They can help us forget our troubles and relax. They help us focus on attention, on our attention in the present. And when our worries fade away, our bodies relax and renew themselves. Hobbies are an unending source of imagination, pride, and accomplishment. Whether our hobby is something we do alone or in a group, it gives us renewed feelings of satisfaction and pride as well as relaxation. Today, help me discover a new hobby or activity to enrich my life. <laughs> so last night we had, if, for those of you who don't know the history, this show started, essentially, I would go to this group on Monday night and it was about a half an hour ride and I started listening to the Recovery Elevator podcast on the way there. And it was, it's an alcohol recovery-based podcast and program that, that Paul Churchill started. And I used to listen, and I'd get to group, and I'd be all excited because whatever he said was pretty awesome and relevant usually to gambling addiction. And this group that I was going to was relatively a new version. It had started since my time in the center. Maybe it's, maybe it would have been two years, maybe closer to three by now. I'm not real sure of the time frame. And because this year was so wacky, obviously we weren't in person. But the group was called Coping Skills, and it was led by these two counselors, two women that are just amazing. One happens to be my current counselor. And the strategy of the meeting, and this is part of what's evolved some of my perspective on recovery, is we would talk about how to handle the days and the moments, like how I'm feeling right now, like having coping skills. So one of my coping skills is talking to you. Another is going for a walk. Other is meditating. So like these are all the things that I'm working on this morning as my coping skills for this impromptu crabby mood that I have no reason to be in. Anyway, one of the ladies has moved on and is leaving the center for problem gambling and the other counselor because of the way of the world and the way the funding is going which speaks to why I need to become super successful and have the money to fund all the things that 
get taken away in times like this, such as services for addiction treatment. It's kind of all ties into what my master dream is. At any rate, our coping skills meeting is going away, or at least being led by these two ladies is going away. And last night, it was really nice because a few of the people that I haven't seen in meetings for a while showed up to give support and send off Deb, which was beautiful. And one of the fellows who I haven't seen in a while, who like I totally adore, we used to go out after meetings, we've, we've hung out, we've gone out to dinner, uh, we've hung out for drinks, we've golfed, we've just, we've um, engaged outside of the center and he's just really a nice guy and it was good to see him. And he showed up and he was talking about the theme was as we approach New Year's, you know, what did we accomplish in 2020 and what do we want to accomplish in 2021? And what I loved about what he said, and it ties really well into this, into this topic today is part of why I haven't seen him as much this year is because every time I reached out to him, he was always with the sailboat, with the sailboat, he's racing and back into sailing And what he had said last night, aside from accomplishing, cleaning up all the debt, you know, he's, he's been clean about three years without a bet. And now his credit cards are all paid off and he's doing well. And he's gotten back into this sailing and what he said, and especially to the new members, and that's why I'm sharing it in case you're newer out there, or even if you just need to be reminded is his one of the things he's grateful for is getting back into sail sailing and into the things like he's learned to go back to the things that keep him away from gambling and it's not like it's um hard work right like it's just you get too busy with sailing so you don't think about gambling and he was he was letting people know that you know that's kind of just a simple good objective is don't focus on not gambling, focus on like living or finding, reconnecting with those new hobbies. And hobbies are going to be different for everybody. Like I get that. I know one of mine is, is traveling. I love it. I, I do also enjoy puzzles and I haven't, I haven't gotten back to making time for that. Maybe that's part of what I need to do. Maybe that's what I need to hear in this reading today is instead of working like crazy and then running away for five weeks at a time or a week at a time or doing whatever, maybe I need to integrate a little bit more play time into my daily agenda. I mean, aside from like the walking and the meditation and the classworks, that's all not, I mean, they're not really hobbies. They're, they're part of my daily work. I don't know what hobbies look like for everyone. Like I wouldn't have thought of sailing as a hobby for me. I am finding that I love learning about culture and history through people and through travel, not from reading books. So that may be considered one of my new hobbies. But that's what I would challenge you to do is, is there things, and this is not the first time we're talking about this. It's just that it's really that important. And one of the biggest reasons I believe that people go back to gambling. I mean, aside from not healing all the inside shit that I believe we have to heal is boredom. And that's again, part of my big mission is to create my recovery playgrounds that will be a place for people to go to cure boredom on a really big level. But in the meanwhile, until I get that all done, <laughs> which may take another couple years, we, we have to find other 
other avenues and maybe it's physical I mean physical would be one of the best right maybe it's going finding a hiking club or a biking group there there's a lot of options to do maybe it's a couch to 5k where you're focused with you know 12 weeks or eight weeks whatever the program is into running so that would be a good hobby to start maybe it's camping maybe it's uh paddle boarding there can be so many different things maybe it's making things right maybe maybe we're early in recovery and we don't have a lot of money because we're cleaning up the debts and stuff so maybe it's you know making things like christmas gifts and birthday gifts with with a talent like knitting or crocheting or sewing or some of those things that are treasured or painting my girlfriend out in Colorado who since she's quit cigarettes has become like really an interesting painter her work is beautiful and I love it and it's something that I don't know that either one of us knew she had inside of her so finding those hobbies and here's kind of the fun thing it's kind of like shopping for a mate or at least that's what I call dating right is shopping for a mate you can shop around and see what hobbies tickle your fancy and it can be like a a field trip like an adventure to find what resonates for you you just got to try it and even that alone the activity of searching for the right hobby is you know can take up time and you can meet new people along the way And yeah, if you're one of my folks out there that's listening, that's not really as adventurous or outgoing as I tend to be, this is another part of working the recovery. Just like I'm struggling with sitting still and meditating and chilling out as part of my recovery practice, there's days that I just don't do well with it. You may have days that you don't do well with meeting new people or talking to strangers or getting out of your comfort zone. And that's exactly what being in recovery is about is being a little uncomfortable until we reprogram our brains in a new way that was another thing that was that came up last night again from one of the fellows we haven't seen as much lately he had he had read read a book called change your habits change your life i believe is what it's called and the premise is about changing our you know routine and finding those healthier habits and practices and you can change your life. I mean, it's kind of it, it's kind of obvious, but you know, there's some work to do, but you know, if the habit was going to the casino every Friday night after work, well now you need a new hobby. And I would suggest one that holds you accountable to other people so that it's not as easy to go back to the casino on Friday night. Like that was a struggle for me when I was in Kansas was I had volleyball on Friday night and I would start driving there and I would end up at the casino. What I could have done different was hold myself accountable. Like, hey guys, I'm leaving my house to get there. And if I'm not there, it means I went to the casino. You know, like I could have I could have prepared a little better or committed, even if I wasn't ready to talk about the gambling piece, I could have said, hey, yes, I'll meet you there or text someone early in the morning. Are you going to volleyball tonight? That kind of thing. So we have options. I think the biggest takeaway, though, is is to know and to understand that hobbies are important and they're good for us. And you have a world of opportunity to choose from to pick the hobby that you connect with the most and the best. So do that. 
How about that? See? And I'm already smiling on the inside and out just because I got to hang out with you guys for a little while. So thank you so much for being here and uh, letting me whine a little, as usual. I feel like I whine a lot, but I guess I have to let it out, right? That's kind of like that clean slate stuff. So thank you for allowing me to do that. And I hope that you guys have a fabulous, fabulous day. Thank you.